Hello and welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast, brought to you by your awesome hosts, Harjit Dalawal and Mick Fletcher. Hey, hey Harjit. Yeah, what's going on, man? Well, been uh, a lot has been going on here recently. Uh, I know we haven't had a podcast in a couple of months because, uh, to be honest with you, I've been absolutely swamped. How about yourself? Same thing here. Work has been really busy and you know, personal life has been busy. I've been doing a lot of traveling too going to different events and stuff. Um, I just came back from MMS in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, that was really, really awesome. So we have today, this is a special edition of the PowerShell News Podcast, and we're dedicating it to Zerto, right? Our friends at Zerto for the ZertoCon conference that's being held here in Nashville, Tennessee this week, right? Yeah, it's uh, the conference is just four blocks down the street from my office. I know, right? This is your hometown, so it's so convenient. It was. Yeah, I said you can pop in and pop out, and <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, and and just a little side note here. While speaking of this, we saw the big announcement that they're going to have a PowerShell here in Nashville next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's going to be the the uh, PowerShell Summit uh, second version of it called uh, DevOps and Automation, I believe. It's a different take on the uh, usual PowerShell conference they have in uh, Redmond. So yeah, that's going to be a good one too. Maybe, yes. we can do a, maybe we can do some podcasts for them. Exactly. I'm really, really excited over that one now. Yeah. Back to Zeto. Uh, uh-huh. Let's get into it. And uh, so joining us today, we have a special guest from Zeto. And, um, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll do a little introduction and, um, and then we'll get him to uh, chat to us, chat about Zato, the products, and, and some PowerShell. So joining us today is um, Wes Carroll. He's a senior solutions engineer for strategic accounts at Zato, spanning a career over 20 years. Wes has been responsible for almost every part of the IT ecosystem from end-user computing to architecture and design. Prior to uh, joining Zerto, Wes was a, a Zerto customer himself, uh, using the products not only as their uh, BCDR platform of choice, but for uh, M&A activities uh, to consolidate over 20 data centers down to five over the course of 24 months. Uh, and today, Wes is focused on leveraging automation to further enhance uh, his customers' IT resilience capabilities. Welcome, Wes. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate being here. Yeah, we're great to have you here. Thank you yeah. so much. So how's the conference going so far? You know, yeah, the conference has been great. Um, you know, we started on Sunday with a hackathon. We got, uh, you know, several of our customers here. Uh, we got uh, some of our partners here as well, and we were able to, uh, you know, produced several projects. Um, they all actually revolved around PowerShell. Everybody who was there during the hackathon uh, leveraged our um, API uh, or you know Power CLI from a VMware perspective, just depending on what they were doing. But every single project that we had was actually coded in PowerShell, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and oh. we've also had uh, a lot of talks. We've announced uh, some, our platinum partner here is Microsoft, which got some really deep integrations there, which I'm really excited about. Uh, announced a few things coming in the product. Overall, it's just been our largest ZertoCon, and it's uh, really taken off. I'm really looking forward to next year and seeing what we're going to be able to do. 
Yeah, yeah, this one was like uh, twice the size as your last one, wasn't it? Yeah, the last one we had was in Boston. Uh, we decided this year to move it to Music City. Uh, our our tagline here is Resilience Country. So uh, I'm, I'm not uh, – I I haven't been exposed to a lot of country music, but from what I heard this these past few days, I, I think I'm getting on board. <laughs> well, we're glad to hear that down here. Oh, awesome. So is Zotto um, coming back to Nashville next year or – so we haven't announced that yet. I know that Nashville is definitely in the running. Um, I think, though, that we might be looking at some other areas just okay. to take our customers uh, to, you know, just different parts of the country. Um, I'm not entirely sure where it's going to be, but as soon as I know, you guys will know. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, just quickly, uh, you know, let our uh, listeners know, uh, what do you do at, uh, at Zeto and what's your day-to-day like and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I'll, I'll start with real quick, just for those of you, your listeners who may not entirely understand what Zerto is. Um, Zerto is a uh, business continuity, uh, disaster recovery, IT resilience platform. Um, we're working on converging not only BCDR, but long-term retention, you know, archival type of protection of data. Um, so my job here at Zerto is to speak with customers, understand what their environments look like and how uh, we might be able to fit into those environments and solve for their IT pain points. Um, whether it be that you know they're unhappy with their current hypervisor provider and they want to migrate to a different hypervisor provider, wh- whether that be on-premises or in the cloud, um, we give them the ability to really be platform agnostic and really accelerate that hybrid cloud experience to get them uh, and the workloads where they need to be. Um, so my job is really spreading the word. Uh, I'm not an evangelist here, but I, I do that for my customers, let them know uh, about Zerto and then help them understand what a Zerto implementation looks like uh, and you know demonstrate that and really uh, take a consultative approach to problem solving for them. Oh, that's awesome, that's excellent. Yeah, that's a good recap on, on, on Zerto, for sure. Absolutely. Did you have some questions for, um, for Wes? Absolutely. So um, uh, what, what experience do you have in the scripting world? Yeah, uh, great question. So uh, I, before I came you know, on this side of things where I am a solutions engineer you know, helping customers, I was actually, a, you know, as you guys said, I was a customer. Um, so I was a system admin and... I did a lot of things that were quite repetitive, as I'm sure uh, all the system admins out there did, you know, and st- still may do to this day. Um, one of the things that I had to do is I had to uh, go in and, and move mail messages from one queue to another, and it was a manual task that I did every day, eight times a day, and it, it was just ridiculous. Uh, so I started actually in auto hotkey, and then I found um, RoboCopy. And then I found PowerShell. And for me, finding PowerShell, the flexibility of PowerShell and what it was able to do for me. Yeah, I might have spent you know 10 hours, 12 hours creating that first script that might have only been 10 lines to move you know, some text files from one folder to another, but I saved so much time. That really is what lit the fire of scripting uh, for me to, to help me move those messages. At the end of the day, over the course of six months um, after I implemented that uh, that first script, 
I went back and I looked at how much data I've actually moved and there were over 300 million messages. Wow. That were moved with that one script. And wow. the power of automation for me was just, it, it became something that if I had to do it more than once, I was going to automate it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, I don't know if you saw the meme on the internet here quite a, a while ago, but the one where uh, they show these people doing the repetitive task every day. It's a diagonal line, and then the uh, person writing the script, it's almost like a vertical line, and then it becomes a straight across yes, horizontal I, line. I have seen yeah. that. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. I'm, I'm I am a too. Real big believer in that. In fact, um, I one of the things that I get to do in my job now is I get to mentor uh, a lot of you know either SEs, uh, solutions engineers who mm -hmm. you know are kind of coming into the world, or just some of my customers who are starting out their journey uh, through system administration, system engineering, and uh, one of my biggest uh, points that I make to them is learn how to automate, learn how to script. It will take your career in in into places you've never thought it could go. It does, and, and I agree because some of the conferences that I've spoken at, I've had people that are scared of it. They think it's automation is a bad thing. It's going to, you know, drive them out of their career, out of their job, and it doesn't. You you just learn how much stuff you were missing, weren't able to do or take take care of uh, when you do script it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially for the repetitive uh, stuff, right? I mean, you you know, clicking nonstop uh, when you can just use a, a simple script. Uh, to to take care of that, and you know, Mick is uh, is a uh, is known in the PowerShell industry for his uh, long one-liners, which actually do the work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his one-liner is like fifty lines long, but there's still one-liners. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I've uh, garnered some attention with my one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So, um, Wes, you mentioned about a project, and so what's uh, you want to dive into that? What's yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, one of my jobs here at Zerto is, and I guess I should step back is, um, Zerto is very it's a GUI driven platform. You know, everything mm -hmm. that we do is very uh, you know graphically intensive, and creating a virtual protection group is something that we like to make as easy as possible. One of the mm -hmm. Uh, taglines of Zerto is simple, really simple. Um, but to that end, we actually make our APIs publicly available. We have a fully RESTful API, and a lot of my customers, um, you know, they they want to automate and they want to make it simple and they want to make it easy, but they don't want to learn APIs and they don't want to learn, uh, you know, how to authenticate against the API and what's the right call and what parameters do I need and what headers do I need to pass and things like that. Uh, so this project um, was actually born out of a necessity from talking to my customers who wanted an easy PowerShell methodology to go in and leverage the Zerto APIs, um, do everything from move virtual protection groups, uh, which is a unit of Zerto protection, from one data center to the other uh, using a single command. Um, if I were to script it out, even using you know, PowerShell, it's a uh, you know it's about a hundred lines long. Whereas with this module, what I'm uh, empowering my customers to do is not have to learn all the ins and outs and all the identifiers that they might have to go get and all the different uh, you know, pairing of data that they have to do. All they have to say is connect to the Zero server, invoke failover, commit failover, 
and their disconnect from the Zerto server. So what might take 400 lines, they can actually do in four lines and it empowers them to actually get Zerto up and running quicker. It empowers them to not have to really understand how Zerto works on the back end and really focus on their primary goal of protection of their workloads. So I'm, I'm just I'm just purely guessing here, like some of the um, the uh, tasks that they might want to do is like, for instance, have PowerShell maybe in um, SMA or orchestrator, have it monitor the network so it monitors a failover, it can automatically use PowerShell to fail over uh, the Zerto. I'm assuming stuff like that. Yeah, things like that. So one of the things at Zerto is we believe that uh, invocation of a disaster is a human event. Um, I'm not 100% sure that, you know, I really want computers at, at this point to say, oh, hey, that workload's down, you know, come up. Because there are so many different things that could cause that workload to be down. Sure. Maybe you have a flapping switch, right? Or maybe um, you have a VM that got rebooted accidentally or, you know, things like that. Um, so Zerto itself natively will not do that for you. We want a human to do that. However, what I do believe in is leveraging business rules and multiple tests in order to figure out if there's been a disaster. So one of the things to your point that this enables them to do is go go to like, you know, a, a Nagios or some other sort of monitoring software and say, hey, look, if this and this and this and this are all true, then go ahead and invoke the failover. And then they can leverage PowerShell and my module to invoke that, uh, that failover. Um, the other thing that you know this really empowers people to do is automate of pulling of reports. People want to know what VMs are protected, what VMs aren't protected. What does our RPO look like? What you know? What was the last time that we did a failover? And what was that RTO? And just automate that pulling of reports without having to log into GUI and grab that data. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. That's one of the tasks I've been working on here lately is maintenance um, automation because that's a, that's a huge thing that. It's not a fun task. Maintenance isn't. So, you know, if you can automate as much as you, as much of it as you can, it's worth it. Absolutely. And, and to that end, um, you know, one of the things that this project has really empowered me to do, all my scripts, you know, you talk about your one-liners, all of my scripts are, you know, single scripts, right? Sure. Um, and so I really learned, I had to learn about modules and I had to learn about the best way to build them and, and whatnot. And, uh, I, I learned about Azure Pipelines. Sure. Azure Pipelines has absolutely made the automation of the automation completely amazing. Uh, I go in and I, you know, write some new code or I adjust the way, of, you know, I refactor a script or whatever, and I go ahead and I make that commit. And Azure Pipelines is going to run all my pester tests to let me know, yes, it passed, no, it didn't pass. You know, I don't even have to worry about it. It's it's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. So um, what else do you like to accomplish within the, the module that you all design? Absolutely. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of things. I would say that this module uh, probably encompasses around 90% of the functionality uh, that our APIs have. Mm -hmm. um, there are a few things that uh, are much more intensive uh, from a programmatic perspective. I kind of took all the easy stuff. And, you know, I did that first. I think I have somewhere in the neighborhood of um, 45 different functions that you can call with this. Uh, 
it's the it's the more complex stuff that I want to do that I want to be able to um, to help automate. Uh, one of the things uh, is the actual creation of the protection groups. That is something that we can now automate. However, it's limited in its scope. I can't mm-hmm. I can't fill all the fields or create detailed uh, protection groups. I can create generic protection groups. Then we have to go edit them. So I want to be able to give the community a way to um, do that in an automated fashion without having sure. to, to go in the API. The other thing that mm-hmm. I want to do is we have, so everything that I've done right now is in our management um, side of things. It's uh, what we call our Zerto virtual manager. This is mm-hmm. how we create virtual protection groups. This is how we invoke failovers. This is how we do our testing. This is um, you know all of these things. We also have an analytics platform where we send a lot of data to it around, you know, current RPOs. Um, you know, what, how much data are we taking up on your data stores? What does network utilization look like? What's the health of your sites oh, and nice. things like that? I want to also include in those API calls so that it's one module for the entirety of Zerto. Um, the other thing that I want to do is I actually coded this in PowerShell core. I did not do this in uh, Windows-based PowerShell. And I did that specifically because I want this to be able to run on a Jenkins server without having to have a uh, you know a Windows plug-in to PowerShell. I want to be able to call PowerShell core right there. In talking to some customers, that might have been a little short-sighted of me. Um, they tend to run traditional Windows PowerShell more than they run PowerShell Core. Uh, the reason, the other reason I chose Core is because uh, Invoke uh, Invoke REST request has a very cool switch that is skip SSL cert check or something along those lines. So if if you are using self-signed certs, you don't have to have that ten or fifteen line block to ignore. Um, any cert that may not be, you know, that may not pass muster. So that that switch is one of the, one of the main reasons. So that is nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, that yeah, was something I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. want to refactor it a little bit to go and detect a version of PowerShell that's being used, and if five is being used, and I might even go back to four, um, then you know, go ahead and, and put that exception in there. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I want to. To answer your question in a short way, I want to get the analytics portal in there. I want to get more detailed, you know, functionality. I do have that generic stuff mm-hmm. going in right now, and then I want to backport it to five. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Harjit, do you have any uh, questions there? So, what are your plans? So, what are your next plans? Yeah, my next plans are really, um, you know, kind of like I talked about, is to get that uh, that ZVM in there. But I also want to find a better way to give back to the to the community. You know, okay. I. Um, I kind of stood on the shoulders of a lot of giants on this one uh, to get out there. Like I said, I had to learn all about modules um, there. And there are a lot of people who uh, who I depended on in order to, to learn about that. Um, Mark Krause, that his blog is fantastic. I get people asking me all the time about arrays and things like that. I go, hey, man, you just need to go to PowerShell Explained. This man mm-hmm. has it all. Just here you go. I'm, I don't even try to reinvent that wheel. Um, you know, he, he has been amazing. Adam Bertram, 
Uh, he's yep. done a lot with, you know, Adam, the automator on Twitter. Yep. Um, he has done a lot to, to really help me out. So. He'll, uh, if you, if you, by the way, if you come to the PowerShell conference yeah. here next year, he doesn't live far from here. Awesome. He yeah. only lives about a hundred miles uh, west from here. So oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to meet him. Um, and, and there are so many others, Frank Robbins, uh, you know, that's another name that comes to mind, helped me really understand, uh, some of the module building. In fact, my module, uh, I think it was him who, I think you, I mean, Mike Robbins, Mike Robbins. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's- my apologies. Yeah. Mike Robbins. Um, it was, him, it was his blog post that taught me how to dynamically build the module without having to list every function that I wanted. Oh, like, sure. Because yeah. I don't, yeah, Mike I don't, is, Mike is brilliant. Yeah. He is. He really is. I don't believe in monolithic code files. And uh, that's kind of, in my opinion, that's just one of the things. Um, so every, if you look at my module that I put together, every function is its own file. And that's something that I, I really believe in. So um, I want to find a way to give back to the community. Um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm really, really happy to hear this because, you know, credit is, is you know, is due, right? I mean, you give credit where it's due and and you're doing just that you know you're you're not like hey you know you found all these resources used it for whatever you're doing and then and then not acknowledging uh the the learning aspects of it yeah and you know that's you're mentioning some people and yeah you're right and and that's just it too is um you know one of the things that i love to do is just in my own circle i love to teach um, but I always feel like you always have to be learning. And if you treat everybody that, you know, they can teach you something, yeah. I believe that you will come away a better person. So, yeah. So how do you, how do you plan to get back to the community? What are you, what are you? Well, I, I want to find some open source, uh, PowerShell projects and I want to, <laughs> com- uh, you know, commit to them, uh, or, you know, submit commits if you will, uh, to, to them. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get more active on Twitter. Um, so I, I do have a Twitter account, uh, Wes Carroll tech, uh, that is out there. Mm-hmm. It's something that I want to be more, uh, prevalent in the community and, and share my knowledge, uh, with, you know, some of those folks and then learn from all of those folks. Um, not only that, but the other way that I want to give back to the community is, and I've started this within Zerto, is um, I'm actually teaching people how to how to power shell, right? Uh, uh, and it's you know I think I believe that community can be either large or it can be small, and uh, so so to that end, I I want to take the knowledge that I have, I want to teach people, and I want to enable them to to script for themselves and to take those re- repetitive tasks that they have and. Uh, you know, get going and save time. So, where where can uh, uh, people find find that resource that you're gonna teach, and and where can they join that? Is that something you're you're in the process of setting up, and is yeah, it a forum or? So right now it's internal. Um, what I'm trying right. to do. So I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, one of the things that I'm exploring is V Brown Bag. Uh, I think I'm gonna submit a call for papers or, you know, submit a, a topic request uh, that kind of talks about that. Um, I was talking to the gentleman who runs it. He happens to be here uh, yeah. at Zircon, and I was talking to him and, you know, he said, well, I've got a guy who's doing Python, you know, why not, uh, why not PowerShell? I thought, hey, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's great. So I'm still in the exploratory phases of exactly how I'm going to um, do that. I do have a blog that I am going to um, start dedicating to some of this stuff. Uh, it's, 
uh, interruptrequest.io. Um, that that URL has a, a little bit of nostalgia for me because I you know I started computers when you had to know what IRQs were. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I plan on giving back um, in that way and really helping uh, you know figuring out what people need to know and understand and then sharing the knowledge that I have there and. Hopefully, uh, you know, if, if I can teach one person, I'll, I'll consider it a success. Excellent. That's great. Yeah, at least uh, Twitter is definitely a good start and people can reach out to you. You can, you know, share the information there and then point them to wherever you need them to go. Um, and you're also on, on LinkedIn and I'm sure you will accept some some friend requests <laughs> oh, on LinkedIn I- as well. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, and honestly, that's the other way that I like to give back is, um, I actually love people just, and I know it's a, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, I, I have a hard time asking for help sometimes, but I love when people ask me for help. Um, yes, yeah. it's, it's one of those things. And if, if you're listening to this and you want, you know, you want some one-on-one help, direct message me. Um, you want to just bounce an idea off somebody, I'll make time for you. Um, I, I'm no longer a V expert, but I used to be, be a V expert. Yeah. One of the, you know, it's really funny that I myself, you know, as much as, you know, sometimes I think I know stuff, but I don't. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I actually learn at the same time when people ask me questions or reach out to me about something and I, and I brush up on that. And I'm like, wait, that is a good question. You know, yep. I need to learn this. I need to figure out, oh, that's how it works. And that's how. So then I kind of, you know, give back to, to them with the information I have or resources. And I, and I learned something new. It's, yeah. We're always learning, you know? Yeah, um, it, it, I, I still use the, uh, well, we've mentioned it on some of our other podcasts, but the PowerShell uh, Facebook group. And I use it still. And, and there are sometimes I think, you know, this is a dumb question for somebody that's supposed to be at my level. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I still go on there and ask because, number one, we forget stuff. You get you get into habits and it's easy yeah. to forget some stuff. And, you know, it's um, I mean, that's just being human. Yeah. And, and there's it's always the same, it's the same thing with my Tech Connect group on Facebook where, you know, I'm sharing a lot of stuff all the time. And then sometimes I get stumble and I'll ask a question and. And then I'll have, you know, 15, 20 people will point me to the right direction. And, and that's that's how it works. It's all community. You and I won't be here if it wasn't for the community support, you know, supporting our podcasts and, and you know, and other things that we do as IT pros. Exactly. Um, you know, so, yeah. So, what, uh, Wes, uh, you know, finally, you know, um, uh, is there a, a, a forum for, for Zerto customers to 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 join or to sign up, um, uh, you know, uh, GitHub or, or things like that, that they can. Yeah, absolutely. So a uh, couple of places. Um, number one is uh, if, if you are a Zerto customer and, and even if you're not right, uh, you can go to myzerto.com. Um, it's going to redirect you to um, our kind of community place. Uh, there are forums there. We've got technical documentation. We've got, uh, you know, that's actually where you manage your account. That's where you manage your analytics portal. You, you mm-hmm. get all sorts of information at myzerto.com. But the, the forums there are are good uh, place to start. The other place that I would direct our customers to is our GitHub page. Um, we just recently had uh, published this um, GitHub. It's uh, Zerto Public. So github.com forward slash Zerto Public. 
you can see all of our scripts there. Um, they're all in PowerShell. Uh, I think we're getting some Python stuff out there, but right now it's all PowerShell. Um, you can, you know, ask questions on a specific one. Uh, we've got a wiki out there. We've got, you know, all sorts of fun stuff that, that you can go out there. And then we actually, thanks to the two of you, um, we have uh, spoke to our marketing team and we're getting together a, uh, a LinkedIn group. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, yeah. LinkedIn, Zerto, and, and you'll, you'll definitely find it. Uh, we're one of the few companies that probably starts with a Z out there. So uh, that's great. That's yeah. great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because uh, um, I mean, uh, it's like we were saying the other day. I mean, a lot of people don't aren't, don't realize those LinkedIn groups are there, and there is a good number of people that actually use them, and um, they're valuable. Absolutely, yeah. I've I've learned a lot from from groups like that, and you know, back to something you were saying earlier, right, about asking those questions. Is I feel like if if, if you've got the question, somebody else is going to have the question. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good yeah, and you know, and I I um, a big. Uh, uh, believer in 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 uh, sharing stuff in all sorts of platforms. You know, for example, you know, Facebook is good for some people, not good for some uh, some others. Uh, you know, same thing with you know, I used to use Google Plus. Um, I used to have a group there, and for those uh, that did not have accounts on Facebook, you know, um, I use Twitter and I use LinkedIn, and I mean, you know, wherever you can put the resources out there for people and to help them out and you know expand the reach it's 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 always good yeah. so yeah so any any final words that you uh that you want to share uh, uh yeah number one uh thanks for having me guys really appreciate it uh yeah you know I, i'll tell you this is my this is my first podcast uh i've never been <laughs> interviewed about anything I've done ever. So uh, thank you. This is a new experience for me. I definitely learned a lot. Uh, that, nice. You know, so thank you, number, number one. Number two is, um, you know, please, if you have any questions, uh, anybody out there has any questions about Zerto, uh, please feel free to get a hold of me either on LinkedIn or on Twitter or however, uh, whatever the best way is for you. Um, happy to answer any questions and uh, and then finally, you know, uh, I I just hope that uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to what uh, you know PowerShell Seven is going to bring. I'm always about the oh, latest, yeah. latest. So yep. I, I hope to uh, see you guys down the road at you know at one of these conventions. Oh, yeah, for sure. And no, and uh, we we're really glad that uh, you know you were able to join us, and uh, and we would like to thank uh, Joe for having us as well and uh, giving us the uh, the platform to to do this. Uh, we will definitely share um, all the links that you mentioned and um, the resources that uh, that you know people can get to um, in our podcast and when we tweet and all that fun stuff. We'll just put that all together as well. Uh, so yeah, so I guess uh, with that said, um, you know, there's uh, you have a session that you're doing in in about what 40 minutes? Yeah, in, uh, just a few minutes. I'm going to present a session. So. One of the features of Zerto, I, I know we didn't talk a whole lot about, you know, Zerto features, but we give you the ability to actually uh, test your failover and your BCDR plan in a bubble network without impacting production. So nice. you can do it in the middle of the day. And uh, I'm going to go uh, teach some folks, hopefully, a, a few things about our API, about uh, failover testing and what I get to see my customers doing and how they're doing it. I'm really excited to do that. I, I think I've got... Uh, quite a few people registered so it should be should be a fun and exciting session nice and so you're saving the best for the for the for the last huh 
Well, you know, that's what they told me when they put me in this slot, and I'm not sure, you know, not sure I believe them. But hey, well, that's what we'll say. Okay? <laughs> just, just go with it. <laughs> so, just believe it. Yeah. So, anyways, anything else, uh, Mick? No, I think uh, I think that's about a wrap up here for us. All right. Thanks for joining us, folks. Um, again, uh, I'm Hodge Delwell, and you'll find me on Twitter as at Hooch H O O R G E. And I'm Mick Pletcher, and you can find me on Twitter at Mick, M-I-C-K-P-L-E-T-C-H-E-R. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>